Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time is it. Time for the This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here this week with Molly Herman. Good morning. Ms. Uh, f- former private chef, current mom chef, chef of all <laughs> trades. Also, uh, guru of all things at Malcolm Yards Market. We like to say the director of fun. Oh, director of fun yeah. at Malcolm Yards Market. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, also new in the booth, we have Ellie Johnson of all people on, on the uh, board. Ellie Johnson is, of course, a renowned author, an award-winning author of The Barons. Also, the uh, the, uh, the I was going to say the spawn of one Stephanie Hansen <laughs> and Kurt Johnson. So she, is she only allowed in the studio when mom's not here? I think so. I think that's a new rule, right, Elle? I mean, it works out really well for me, as I said. <laughs> I just, you know, because it's intimidating. My first time doing Saturdays, I don't want my mom to be watching. Probably me. not. <laughs> Can I just say I also don't want your mom to be having to like us. By the way, she'll be real. She'd be really like she tried really hard to like not mom you, and then I would have to hear about it during the off air. So just to be clear, happy so to is, have you here. This is helping here. everyone all the way around. I'm your. I'm like your surrogate Stephanie mom. So and you know my stepkids all call me Steph mom. So that's it. Yeah, just watch the next time I do this. I'm just going to keep a tally of the amount of the times I say I know. I know. Okay, right. (laughs) That's that's the worst thing your child can say to you. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, I know. Okay. (laughs) Well, happy to have you here, Al. Happy to have you here, Malls. Uh, We are in the last weekend of July, you guys. We are. We are the crazy talk. We're on the doorstep of August. Stop it. How do you feel about? How's your summer been? I've had a great summer. We spent two and a half weeks in Italy. So yeah, I what is it like? Summer. You've been you've been in Italy. Hanson's in Italy. I'm going, it's but the like, summer of Italy. I guess. I feel like I'm at the back end of all the Italy trips. I'm in September, but actually, oh, but that'll be a better time. Hello. It'll be cooler. It'll be cooler. Yeah, we actually lucked out with weather there because it was pretty mild. Yeah, I mean, it got hot some days, but it. The day after we left, it went up to 104. Oh, like in that big heat wave yeah. came through. So we, yeah. Whew. 
we lucked out. Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I just was looking at my trip and what we're doing, and I gotta say it, like, pretty psyched. Yeah, <laughs> I would be too. I mean, like, going to visit a farm and like an olive farm and learn about limoncello, and we're gonna go hit a winery. We're gonna travel to an island winery, I think, by boat. I don't know. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Cool. There's lots of things, so it's very exciting. Cool. That's in September. We'll talk about that later. First, we'll hear Hansons, and then we'll have to talk about mine. So yeah. Where it goes. Um, so it's the Italy show. But yes, it kind of it will. I mean, like, don't you feel everybody's in Italy, though? It, I mean, like, it, this is in the summer. It's a spot to travel there this year. Like, and they did say that tourism in Europe overall is up because, you know, post-pandemic travel sure. has all built up. But Italy, for some reason, was very high on the tourists. And of course, we're all going to blame it on the White Lotus. Oh, yeah. See, I've never <laughs> watched White Lotus. But anyway, when I was telling people, like, what we did and where we stayed... And the last week we were there, we had a villa in the Chianti region of Tuscany. Yeah. And they're like, oh, very white lotus. I was like, is oh, it? I is it? I'm I like, so I just nod like I know what I'm talking You're about. You're in Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, no, I know. It's, uh, I'm. you know, it's kind of, uh, it feels like everybody is has gone on a trip or is going on a trip. So I guess that whole, I mean, like the pent up need to get out. Yep. Kind of had to carry over because I guess last year we had to plan it and this year everyone's doing it. Yep. So, well, that's good. So everything else in your summer has been going well? Seems to be. It's just going too fast. It's going too fast. Are you one of those people who are like, I mean, this is the thing is like, I don't get Sunday scaries and stuff like that. Like, I'm not like, I don't waste a day worrying about the next week. Are you like already mad that summer is almost over? (laughs) No. No. I mean, summer's not my favorite season. Fall is my favorite season. So right. I like to get to that point. Right. But uh it could be it could be a slower roll yeah. this year. It just feel it does feel like it's going really fast. I did I did talk to Giant Baby last night and yeah. he said that he was uh he was like, Oh yeah, well we start we start he has to start planning for his radio station on campus. Mm-hmm. He has to start planning for new student week, which is like next week. Yeah. Or the week after. And I'm like, Oh my god. That's yeah, it's like back to school. For yeah, a lot it's back to school. Yeah. Colleges start early too, you yeah. know? And I think this, this, it feels like it's going faster too because this is AJ's last summer before he goes to college. Like yeah. he, because he'll be a senior this year. So it just feels a little. Okay, this is actually, precious, this guess. is like a big thing for you. Yeah. Cause that's mm-hmm. like the last year in the senior year and there's all the things. Mm-hmm. There's like, the, they, it's like it's just just be aware like man you just get soaked into like this is the last choir concert and this is the last <laughs> soccer game i'll ever go to as a as a, right? you know as a high schooler and man it's a lot i mean okay. with giant baby it was you know i had all the others right. and then with giant baby it was just like unfortunately covid all <laughs> oh, right yeah <laughs> so the first half of the year was sort of a null but it's still fine i mean it's good right Oh, no, it's all good, yeah. all good. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a it'll be a fun year for him. He's got I'm, a lot going on. He does have a lot going on. I'm super excited for fall, though. Like you said, yeah. like that's the funny part too. Is September tends to be, you know, it's not like I mean, if it were my druthers, we would go right into state fair. We'd have the day off, and then boom, the next day would be like mm, 55 <laughs> and like you know breezy, which is a little nip in the air. Sun would set around seven, you yeah, know six. I'd be- I'd be happy with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I love. Well, we've gotten some nice long falls the last we few have. years. So I'm, I'm hoping, hoping that's a trend. I mean, I don't like the hot, hot that is also trending. Right. But if we can get the long falls, it'll be worth it. We'll just we'll just turn that uh, summer travel into that whole like fall yeah. party. But the problem is kids go back to school and everybody's schedules change. 
But the good news is fall is also awesome for harvest, obviously. Oh, yeah. And I was just telling you outside that, like, we... I've been trying to talk about tomatoes for two weeks. <laughs> I feel like the first week I talked about them just a little bit, but I, we really leaned in on the corn. And then last week, uh, we started talking about canning and stuff, but we have more tomato talk coming. It, we will get it done today. We'll and, get it and done And this today. is the perfect day for it, actually, because tomatoes are just now really yeah. popping. Yes, and there's reasons for that, and I'm going to talk about that in the second hour. Yeah. Uh, is there anywhere spectacular that you ate this week? I've actually eaten a lot. I finally got to Maison Margot. Oh, what'd you think? I, it was good. The downstairs bar yeah. is uber sexy. Yeah, so this is Maison Margot. This is David, David Fema's Fima. spot in yep. the North Loop. And I drove by the other day and I peeped in and I was like, oh, lot. I mean, it was like the bar was full. Yeah. So I, I think it's um, a good thing to know is that the bar on the main level, not the underground bar, but the main level opens at three for social hour. Yeah. Um, so you can go for an early happy hour. And if you get there before five, I think you can park yourself in the lot, <gasps> which is huge. Which is a parking down there. Gem of an yeah. idea. And so then they have valet that comes at five and then you they use the lot oh, for valet. That's a big tip. I like that. Yeah, yeah. We should get the girls. Uh, so yeah, I did that. We actually, I didn't think I would eat pizza or pasta for a very long time, but I've done both <laughs> this week. Um, I did, uh, we did pizza luce, that really hot Wednesday. I'm yeah. like, I'm not cooking. No, nobody cooked. And everybody at the Richfield uh, pizza luce had the same idea. Yeah. It was like all of Richfield was there. Oh. It felt like. Um, yes. And then last night I was at IE. Oh, yeah. How was yeah. that? I saw Janine before she saw you. It's always good. Janine and Karen, uh, we had a nice little, one of those happy hours that turns into... A longer stint. <laughs> like a long date. It was a very long date. <laughs> <laughs> I got home at 9.30. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought you would be at the Synergy Series because you and Janine often do that, but... You missed this one. We didn't get tickets for it. She did go to the dialogue, so we talked yeah, about that a little bit. That's where I saw her. Really so good, yeah. Kristen Kish was at the dialogue, and that was marvelous. Yeah. Um, she is in town. Kristen Kish, of course, is the going to be the host of Top Chef going forward. Mm-hmm. And she was in town for the Gavin Case and Synergy series. And so she gave a little talk yesterday. I went with a couple other, you know, ladies sat near Ann Kim and and um, Karen Tomlinson, uh, both local chefs. And it's just, it was really inspiring to hear her just because of the fact where she's like, look, she was, she's on the journey. She's someone who has severe anxiety and like, Mm. she's a severe introvert. She said, really where I, like, if I leveled out, like, where would I want to be? My normal habitat is a dark hole. She's like, I would rather (laughs) be in a dark hole and just be by myself. And she's like, my job takes me out of that, which is good. So I can be a functioning member of society. But she's like. You know, she's like, I just, you know, she's like, that's where I tend to feel like I should be. And she's like battled a lot of that, her anxiety and like dealing with being in the public. I was going to say, it's interesting that she has chosen to continue to do public stuff. I mean, you know, is that part of her her journey and and battling the anxiety is like just forcing herself out of her comfort zone? Yeah. And she spoke about her wife who is, Mm -hmm. you know, has is a wonderful gut check for her, you know, and it's sort of like. Yeah, all your anxiety is like rolling in on you and you're taking it out on me and that's not okay. And yeah. so they have a little nickname. They said that whenever she starts to get too much because they're in public often when it happens. Yeah. So her wife says, hmm, seems like nasty Nancy is showing up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> 
which I think is like that's coming couple- the anxiety couple is good. goals. Yeah. Couple goals. Um yeah, so she was wonderful and I think she's gone now and everything, but I think it looked like it was a, what I like this is what I my one take out of hers that was really great and she said that in her restaurant they serve comfort food with twists, you know, like a hamburger helper but not and she said that she that was also part of her anxiety because she was sick of trying to pretend that she had to like mm. come up with something that no one had ever seen before. Sure. And she finally felt like this was good for her and this is where she fe- loved it. And she was like, and if you don't like it, then maybe my restaurant isn't for you. Mm. And I thought that's such a great way to think about that for for chefs. Well, and I think that there's a lot of chefs that are turning towards that now. Like they they realizing they can't be everything for everyone. Right. Right. And so, yes, you can have your niche. And hone it. And that makes a more actually better experience. And don't apologize for what you're doing. No. All right. We have to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we're going to talk about bagels. We're going to talk about uh, a little of the Barbenheimer situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, We got some county fairs coming up and we have tomato talk. So this is what your your couple hours are going to be here on the Weekly Dish on my talk. Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on my talk 1071 on this last Saturday in July. Um, I want to let you know that on the Facebook, I did put up a question because we are going to talk about tomatoes next hour, but I want to know what is your favorite way to eat tomatoes? Um, because I just want to know, I want to know how you guys do it. We're, we're going to talk Molly's Southern ways of eating tomatoes. We're going to talk about all the things. So we got that going for us. But before we get to that, we have to talk about bagels because of this week there was you were having a food gasm over this. Was I though? I don't know if I was. If you really read, if you really read the article, this is the thing. I didn't read the article. Oh wait, what, Molly? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What, Molly? Please forgive me. Please. No, I. uh, (laughs) I was looking at your Instagram post, and it seemed very like ooh. Well, isn't that what Instagram posts are, though? Yes. If so, you, mission accomplished. Yes. Well, job well done. I guess so. I guess, <laughs> to me, that's the actually the hardest part, because like I wrote that. I actually tried to be really fair, because, listen, I don't have that New York... Cr- okay, so here's the situation, guys. <laughs> Back it up. Back up the truck. We, uh, I had a couple of friends who mentioned that there was a, a bagel pop-up going on, and they kind of said, you have to go try these bagels. They're amazing. When people say that, sometimes I'm like, eh. We'll see, you know, but bagels is a thing that people have feelings about. Right. Very intense feelings. And so I was like, yeah. So when I found out that the bagel pop up was at El Mars, Mm -hmm. which is in Plymouth, which is uh, a couple who moved from Staten Island who are uh, in, you know, intense New Yorkers uh, so intense that they brought a water filtration system to the Plymouth store in the system recreates the molecular and mineral structure of New York water. And wasn't it, wasn't it for pizza dough? Oh yeah. It's always, it's been pizza since 2020 or 2021. Okay. So it's been pizza and they did that, but then, I mean like they've been doing pizza and calzones and all sorts of stuff. People literally were like, and people have flocked. They love that place. There are acolytes for Elmar's pizza. It is. is. Okay. And the crust is like kind of crazy light. Okay. And yet sturdy. Like it's it's a good crust. Um I really like it. I enjoy it. I don't haul my butt out to Plymouth often. Sure. <laughs> so I, there's that. But actually I do now. But um <laughs> there's a thing that I was like, but also pizza is one of those things and just I mean, I rarely go out of my neighborhood area for pizza, yeah. you know? I don't Yeah. So pizza's become kind of that commodity thing. Anyway, so I heard that Elmar's was doing a bagel pop-up. And then I got uh, a note from some of the Jewish moms who were like, you got to 
try. This like, is the deal. This is the rave in the group, in yeah. the Facebook group. So, um, and I'm going to just tell you that one of those moms was Allie Kaplan, who said that they are not, she hadn't tried it, but she had heard. So I have to give her props it's, for it's that. It's racing through the grapevine. Right. I have to give her props for that. Um, but anyway, they basically, I went out there and I got a couple bagels and they're only popping up on Thursday, Friday and Sunday mornings. And they are, uh, they're like, I walked in at 8 a.m. on Thursday. Yeah. There was a little bit of a line, not a huge line. Um, and then there was, um, people were, you know, kind of just milling about big, a big basket on the counter. They had everything bagel. They had poppy seed. They had garlic. They had plain. Um, sometimes they have onions. Sometimes they have salt. I guess it just depends. And they were these like kind of grapefruit sized, puffy looking good bagels. So I got one with a garlic bagel with scallion cream cheese as a, you know, a, schmear. a basic schmear. Yeah. And then I got one, I got the everything bagel with it as the BEC, the bacon, egg and cheese. And they were really good. I mean, they were really good. They were great bagels. And the thing I don't like about some local bagels is that you get, um, they get that rubberiness to them. They get that density that just yep. sort of forms like almost like, you know, it just gets, it gets chewy, just kind of dense chewy. and too chewy. So I think, and then there's some that are too bready and then they're too fluffy and they don't have the right denseness. So I guess in the middle is that perfect spot for me, mm-hmm. but I don't have the New York sensibility. Yeah, you don't have a bagel history. I don't. Of, yeah. Like yeah. my bagel history is Brugger's because that's where I grew up here and this is what I got. So I do have a discernment, but I don't have that credibility and I know that about myself. Right. So that's why I wrote the piece to say, look, I loved them, but this is really not about me because this is a place that is saying we have New York style bagels. It takes the New York style bagel eaters to then say whether they're correct or not correct. So do I remember the bagels at Maven's. Were I don't remember similar? the bagels at Maven very much. Okay. Those were Montreal style bagels. That's true. So that's not the yep, same. Yep. But I do, I mean, I remember them, but I don't like have like a, like it doesn't ring out in my head as like right. a moment. Yeah, yeah. But I do think that they, I do think, so the big thing that happened, of course, I put the, I write the thing to say that, to say I love them. I thought this is what they were like. Yeah. And then, but like clearly I'm putting this out to you people because like if you have feelings about New York style bagels, you should go and judge for yourselves. And then I put up on the Instagram as like a, just a note yeah. as like, hey, go read this article because guys. That's how I earn my money. Right. <laughs> Sorry, read, I played the role of Hanson today. Read the I did things. not read your article. Read the things. <laughs> <laughs> Click through, please, dear God. Uh, and then and then AZ pops on my page oh. and says, I need to hear what your take is. I would really like to hear that. I'm like, it's on the mag site. You know how this works. Right. <laughs> you are anybody, also you charging know. for your Substack. So... Um, but anyway, his point was, he was like, he saw one of the shots where it was like kind of bready inside and he was like, I don't know. I don't know. I have to maybe go give it a try. I'm like, well, please yeah. do. But my point is this, I mean, like people and bagels in this town, it's weird that we don't have actually more sure. making really great bagels. Like how come rise bagel has, was like the only bagel makers that like kind of For broke the, out of yeah. the farmer's market scene to make bagels. We have one Same woman, bagelry, I guess is there too. Yeah. But like. Out of how many coffee shops we right. have, how many donut shops we yeah, have, yeah. we have two really good independent bagel makers. I think that says a lot about uh, Minnesota. More donuts, less bagels. I mean, what? So AZ does need to go try it and let you know, because he does have the New York yes. his- bagel history. Like, 
what a what a voice to yeah. weigh in. He Come said on. he would, but then Come again, on, sometimes you have to you got to be a little scared of that. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so how much longer is the pop up going? They're just popping up every cup, like they're kind of doing it every week. Okay. But I, here's the thing with those guys. So when they first started and I gave them too much press and it got too crazy busy, they didn't like it. So I'm worried that they're going to like pull back now. So I don't know. We're going to have to see. Okay. I mean, it was a great bagel. I hope you guys get it. It's out there in Plymouth, El Mars. It's on mspmag.com. Go check it out. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. I'm here with Molly Herman this week. Good morning. Of Malcolm Yards Market and all sorts of fun stuff. We have Ellie Johnson on the on the board. We have Steph March in the chair. It's all good. It's a, it's a great way to hit the two-thirds of summer, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. It's a good Saturday. Um. Okay. So, I had a couple questions from some friends. Someone texted me. Um, and said, what would you eat? This is a great question. I'm putting it out to all of us, like thinking about this. Of course, we are ahead of the Ask Stephanie portion. So if you guys are mulling this question, you can like also then call in afterwards. Um, the idea is that where do you go if you're going to do the Barbenheimer? (laughs) If you're going to go see Barbie and then you're going to go see the Oppenheimer movie, which is the double feature shtick that is happening all over the place some people have dressed up in great ways p.s oh absolutely i mean some of the outfits your barbie crew when we went to see it last friday and it was it was it was worthy well and can i just sidebar to say that like i was in the west end area on like uh tuesday or monday or tuesday or something like that and peeps there were still like whole bunches of women like i think it broke a monday box office record barbie did but there was just packs of women you know in in pink and actually women and men all going to go see yeah i just thought it was great and it's great to see the west in that busy yes it is see see the activity but i think my biggest question is which one which movie are you ending on because that would be the vibe you'd want to carry through dinner. Well, okay, so this is the question. So people are saying, where do I go before and after? Like, so if I have a pre-game, you know, for the Barbenheimer, and then I'm going to go eat somewhere to digest it, <laughs> this is like, you're sure. going to need like six you gotta hours. Talk, you got to talk to You got to, well, I mean, you've had six hours of movie, so yeah. or four hours, whatever. So, so the question is, you're right. You're absolutely right. If you are going to go Barbie first, you want to go somewhere, you want a pre-cocktail, right? Bright and yeah. shiny. Yeah, yeah. Where would be your best Barbie pick for um, pre-gaming? My very first thought is the Lynn Hall in a diner. Yeah. Just because oh, it's, yeah. it's like, it's it's bright and clean. And, yeah, and, and there's like feels, tea and prettiness. Yeah, and, like you can you can be very feminine there if you want to be. Um, that would be my first thought. Okay, so for if you're going to pre-game Barbie, yeah. you're going to go there. Um, I also, I mean like, and here's the funny thing is like, you know, if you're out seeing at the Mall of America, because they do have theaters right. out there, there is that Sugar Land or whatever, yeah. Sugar Sugar. What yeah. is it called? Shoot. Isn't it Sugar Sugar? It is, maybe, yeah. It's a, but it's like. Anyway, it's pink. It's, it's pink, and there's like beautiful, you know, milkshakes topped with crazy sprinkles and all this. And they have cocktails, they have lots of bubbles. Yeah. That's the other one, as I would say, is I would probably dress up as French Barbie and go to St. Genevieve. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. And just one. sit at the bar and yeah. have a whole bunch of... I mean, it doesn't have, like, the screaming pink decor. Right. But it's like French Barbie would go with her beret and have yeah. as many bottles yeah, of bubbles like a, as she can. it's a picture-perfect moment. It is And I think um, that's why I picked the Lynn Hall, because it is, you know, everything is very picture-perfect and... Yeah. You know, in a be a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Be a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Yeah. Right. I think those are good options. What if you were going to go to Oppenheimer first? Oppenheimer first. Well, you, you got to go, like... 
martini right. classic Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo feels very Oppenheimer. Or yeah. like, or like Jack's Cafe. I would go to Jack's. Sit at the bar oh, at Jack's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, in Northeast. Yeah. Because yep. I feel like you should have a fedora and you should have some sort of yep. a vest situation. You know? Yeah. I, I think any of your steakhouses would do. Even right. like um, Mancini's. Oh, on, wait um, a minute. That's That's a exactly spot. my thought. I was, that's what I was thinking. L? Yeah. What else? Well, I was, I was saying, I'm, knowing me, I would end on Oppenheimer and I would immediately want a martini. So I was I like, think everyone needs a drink right, after right Oppenheimer. There. Yeah. yeah. I'm and Mancini's, I'm in St. Paul, so that works. Okay. I like that. Do you have a Barbie rec where you'd go pregame, pregame for Barbie? Well, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm a very sketchy moviegoer, so you'll catch me in Target buying like way too much candy oh, and hiding them in Ziploc y- bags. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to, to not make noise. I will buy a packet of Ziploc bags to do this. <laughs> Um, that is hardcore, man. Okay, I I mean, I you know, I used to sneak burritos into movies. I remember you getting caught sneaking yeah. burritos. Oh, I've been caught, totally caught. They're like, can you open your bag? I'm like, why? <laughs> is it that you smell the guacamole wafting from my bag? I was like, dang it, now my burrito's cold. Yep. I know. Okay, so okay, so if you're going to go, what if you're going to go post-Barbie? If you're going to go post-Barbie to like a dinner... Like, not just drinks, but you're going to go post-Barbie and you're going to sit down and you've Oppenheimered and now you've Barbied. Ooh. So where do you go for just like a little girly lift that's not too... To be a Grand Cafe isn't around anymore. I know, Damn that it. would be the perfect spot. But like, Jamie Malone is doing, you know, dinners at Steady Poor and she's doing her Paris Dining Club, which has that vibe. Mm-hmm. So that if you could make it so that you can land at Steady Poor for dinner, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But, right. Where would you go? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I actually would probably go to, like, uh, Mr. Paul's. Because oh, it's kind of like a, a big party. Yes. And even though it does not, like, pink. Or, like, the back, you know, they have the balloon emporium, which yep. is often just, like, a carnival. That kind of feels right, too. Yep. Um, too bad, like, Galaxy Drive-In isn't... Because that would also fit the bill. We have, like, the 50s vibe. Yeah. Um, or Earl Giles might be a good spot for the drinks and the plants and very... That's true. And- That's true. Elle, what'd you say? Oh, just something with music. I feel like maybe even just the, with the, all the music going on in Barbie, I'd go somewhere with like karaoke or a club somewhere I could like hear some pop music. That's true. Oh, oh I would go to the new Centro in Highland. Oh, the Centro in Highland. Very bright colors. Very good. Tacos. Oh, you're right. Actually, the one on East Street, too, has like a lot of bright pinks and everything yeah. else, too. Yeah, yeah. And that would be a fun spot to go. Yeah. Actually, the Centro in Northeast, too, would be a yeah. good spot. The Centro in Highland just opened, what, two months ago? Yeah. Something like that? It's very fresh. Um, we've gone several times. Have you really? It's just across the bridge from us. Oh, I love that. in our neighborhood. Uh, love it. Okay, so, so for Oppenheimer, if you need to break down Oppenheimer for dinner, like if you need to sit down, for some reason I feel like you need to go to P.S. Steak. I don't know why I feel like that's well, like... And I think Mancini's would fit that bill as yeah, well. Yeah. I, it feels like old school steakhouse yeah, to me. Someplace there. Yeah. But we're we're going, we have tickets this afternoon. You're going to go this afternoon? Oh, so, yeah. Matt and I were going to go last night. We didn't make it. We just, we, we ran out of time because we looked at each other we're like, so it's a three hour movie and yep. it's 730 right now. Like we'd have to catch an eight or nine. <laughs> we're like, so that puts yeah. us like getting home at midnight and I'm like, and I got to get up. So no, yeah, that's not happening. But I do want to go. I do. I also want to go see Asteroid City. Is that still in theaters? Did you guys see it? Uh, Ellie, did know. you see it? The Wes Anderson? No, I didn't. I actually have not been in theaters for like three months. Oh, okay. I heard. I just need to go see it. AJ and I are going to go see Mission Impossible as well. I mean, poor Tom Cruise getting overshadowed with all this Barbenheimer. <laughs> but let me just say this. 
really not. He's it. still making three hundred oh, million we dollars. We don't feel bad for him at all. He's, but we still want to go see it. That's yeah. our thing. We we've all we've watched all the Mission Impossible movies together. So. Where would you go? Okay, now I'm going to make you ask this. Like, oh, what God. what's your Mission Impossible pre and post game? Yeah. I feel like that's like almost like a sports bar. You know, I would almost maybe go to like adrenaline. Fuels. Yeah, you. That's the thing is, you kind of want to have it yeah. be like you know maybe Tom's watch bar for the pregame. You can catch some soccer because your boys are like me. Yes, and are very into the games. Yes, they are. Uh, yeah, God, I, I'll have to think about it. Okay. I don't know. I can't pull that out. Real, I would think quick. that if I was doing Mission Impossible, right? I kind of feel like I feel like it would be like a brewery. Actually, I would probably go to a brewery. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd go sit at Animales and Bauhaus. I don't know why that vibe for me yeah. feels right, but it just sort of does. Not sure. Oh, I have another option for Oppenheimer. What do you is, got? Is uh, O'Shaughnessy. Oh, good one. Yeah, O'Shaughnessy Distillery. Over oh, there good by, one. Over there by Malcolm Yards, our, our nice neighbors. Wait a minute. I would actually go to Malcolm Yards before. <laughs> why, did I say, why did I say Malcolm Yards? I know. Oh, I'm going to be fired. You're going to be fired. But I literally <laughs> would be like, it's like, dun, 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 yes. dun, dun. Like, okay, you go over here. I'll go over here. It I'll is get this perfect. stuff. I'll meet you yes, in the middle. There you go. Malcolm it's Yards, totally pre and post. Pre and for, post. For Mission Impossible. That's really true. You could probably do some parkour out on the, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on the rocks out there. You know, you know they don't like you climbing the silos. Do you not want us to it's, do parkour? No, no okay. that's sort of a no-no. Okay. But uh, but yes, good good save there. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well done, you. Yeah, no, I I mean, okay, like as far as like you know the popcorn and everything else at the theaters and everything else, I just sort of like it's become less of a I want to eat a whole bag of popcorn. So that's why I think about it now. Like I'm just going to pregame and then I'm going to postgame, right? You know, and we did just to shout out again. We went to um, after Barbie. We all went to Punchbowl Social mm-hmm. in the West End, and they were quite nice. And I've seen lots of packs of people, and that's a good post Barbie. It's, it's a good post Barbie. Games, and you can do all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I would tell you that also, friends, that they are showing. They are also showing World Cup games. I went to the local to watch my World Cup uh, for the first half, and I had to leave. And do you know why I had to leave? Because you scream too much. Well, I do <laughs> tend to. Yelp and clap a lot and make a lot of noise. But the table next to me was there was a dude basically mansplaining all of Ted Lasso to this woman. Oh, and I was like, gotta go. No, nope. gotta go. He's like, so anyway, this guy, I mean, he's like, and I'm like, if she's here to watch the Women's World Cup, I'm pretty sure she, she gets what this on. is all about. Yeah. And I, she was just being so nice and listening to him. And I was like, girl, I have got to go. I have to like leave date? for you because I can't listen to this dude. And And of course, the worst part is, he was talking over the game. Right. So, he like, all hear. I could do was watch the game and hear him. Yeah. Which is not what I wanted. But nothing bad to the local. The nachos were fine. You yeah. know, it was the great. nachos were fine. Nachos were fine. <laughs> all right. That's our breakdown of watching things and eating at the same time, which is kind of the American pastime. Um, we are going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we have the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, 651-641-1071. If you want to call in or send us a note about where you think we should go pre-post-gaming Barbie or Oppenheimer or whatever, we'll hear it. We got it. Or if you want to talk tomatoes, you want to talk sweet corn, you want to talk anything, we're here for you. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on my talk. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You ever get that feeling where you know you need to get something off your chest? Holding stuff in really becomes a stressor. Things you want to mention to your boss, your partner, your parents. Bottling it up only makes things worse and start to make our life go sideways. But what can we do about it? Therapy is a great safe space to get things off our chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
Sometimes just putting those bottled up words out into the universe can be a big help, especially when it's in a safe space with your therapist. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You start by filling out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Weekly Dish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Weekly Dish. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. This is the Al Stephanie portion of the show. So we are psyched to get your phone calls, get your comments, whatever we can do. 651-641-1071. And we're going to get to Janie in a second. But first, we did have a caller call in and she was asking if we knew about the rice shortage. And like, give us some of the intel on what's going on with that. Right. And so we did what everyone else probably does is we did the Googles. <laughs> we were dual dual Googling. Dual Googling. And um, I mean, I guess they are saying that there is, you know, it's a growing demand and the f- supply is falling largely because of weather and war in Ukraine. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's like decades high prices yeah. um, and less production. They less did say supply. that this is the shortage. The global shortage is set to be the biggest in 20 years. And it is possible. We I do know that in Texas, they're feeling it. White uh, white rice shortages are reported in stores across Texas. Um, I haven't seen any shortage here, but I, that doesn't mean that it's not going to hit us. I did us. the prices are up, though. Because yeah. I bought uh, two bags of rice just last week. At Target, yeah, and I noticed I was like, "Oh, these used to be like two bucks, yeah, <laughs> and now they're like five bucks, right?" Yeah. So, and there's, you know, I did for sure. What's funny is I really, I just bought a bag of sushi rice yet, like the, this week, just randomly because I didn't have any, and I, it takes me a long time. I don't eat it as much. I was just saying I don't eat it that often, right? But it's, it's, it is definitely, you know, I mean, my God, it is one of the staples of global food. We eat it quite a bit because we do bowls a lot. Yeah, and we do beans and rice a lot. So, like, you know, if we do Mexican sort of taco bowls, we do Asian bowls, we do. All sorts yeah, of things. Yeah, we're, we're big on rice. All right. Well, we're going to take a couple calls on that. We got Janie on the line. Hey, Janie, what's going on today? Well, I don't have a food question, oh. but I have this question. Okay. okay. I'm 72 years old. We still get the Star Tribune in print. And I used to be able to open up the paper in the variety section. They had the list of the movie theaters and what movies were playing. And you could just walk to the theater. Oh, yeah. So how do I go to a movie now? I don't know how to do it. I don't know where. <laughs> well, I don't know how to get a ticket. Oh, yeah, I know. That's true. It is weird. Everything is online. Everything's online. I mean, like, you have to sort of... I actually find it easiest to Google the movie to say, if I'm going to go to Barbie, I will Google Barbie movie. And then Google shows me where it's playing near me. And then you can. they usually offer you a way to click in and get a ticket. There's also an app called Fandango that I use a lot, and it it lists all the theaters in your area and you can oh. purchase purchase uh tickets directly through them 
And, you know, a lot of places you reserve your seats now, so you have assigned seats in the theater. Yeah. Okay, another question. So do you... Do you have to buy your ticket ahead of time? Can you just go and buy a ticket? You can just go and buy a ticket. I've done that, too. It's just it's you you risk having, because more people, I think, buy their tickets ahead of time. Yep. So it tends to fill up. But, I mean, I've absolutely wandered into a movie theater and stood there at a screen and bought a ticket. I think you're you're less likely to be able to do that on opening weekend. Yeah. So if it's okay. if it's past opening weekend, you have a better shot. True. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm retired, so I can go during the week. Oh, Janie, go during oh, the like, Go like a Wednesday, girl. You got yeah. it. And this is another question. How much does it cost to go to a movie? Yeah. I'm thinking it's like fourteen fifty. Yeah. What? Something like that. <laughs> What'd you say? Fourteen fifty. Yeah. Fourteen fifty. Yeah, I think it is. It's no longer the seven dollars that it used to be. Remember? No, I remember it used to go for three dollars and. Hopkins. Uh, oh, well, Hopkins. Now, that was a movie theater, my friend. That was great. And you could always go for like, and like the, it only ever got as high as six bucks before it closed. Okay. So. No, great. Um, I can't imagine why I buy a ticket in the evening more than the morning because it's the same move, for God's sake. I know. Okay. All right, Jane. I just want to say one more thing. Okay, what? I was the one that called in about having had my knife since 1985. Right. <laughs> And I ended up buying, I just, I didn't get them checked because I thought, I know what they're going to say. They're, yeah. They're, they're toast. Yep. So I ended up uh, buying a whole set of Wuskoff and it has been a game changer. Yay! Good. Yes. It's, good knives make a difference. So I'm so glad I called you. Oh, good. Really- All right. Congratulations. Go cut something. <laughs> Thanks, Janie. All right. We also have Gail on the line. Gail, what's going on today? Oh, hi. Um, Sam, I was given a couple bottles, small bottles of shrub. Oh. Fruit, like strawberry rhubarb. I think it's called shrub. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right? And the other one, I think, is just maybe plain strawberry. And I'm kind of clueless. It's sort of vinegary. I don't quite know what to do with it. And I'm wondering if you can give me some ideas. Yes. So uh, one of my favorite things to make with shrubs is salad dressing, actually. Um, so the, te- technically, shrubs are made to be used as a beverage. Um, you can mix it with uh, like sparkling water. You can put it in cocktails. It adds a nice balancing flavor and good for your gut. Um, but salad dressings or anything that you would use vinegar for, you can use a shrub for. Um, it's also really good like it, if it's strawberry season, right? If you have some strawberries and you macerate it with a little sugar and shrub, it'll give it a little bit of extra zhuzh. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm going to try it with a little bit of tonic water or something. Oh, yes. Yeah, just plain soda water because it's going to be, like, if you take a LaCroix, I usually do a grapefruit LaCroix and then put, like, a strawberry shrub in it, and it's delightful. It's pamplemousse. It is pamplemousse. There you are. So just a couple, a tablespoon or two, just a little... Yeah, just to taste. Just see how you like it. Cool. Thanks so much. All right, Gail. Good luck. Have a great day. Bye. Uh, I love that. I love a shrub. And I think in the heat, for some reason, I want a vinegary thing. Like, I want a little bit more of a tart moment than not. Um, And depending, uh, this is going back to our question about the shrubs, is for drinking, depending on what the shrub is, it may or may not be sweetened. So taste that. Like, you might want to add some simple syrup or something like that to I feel like a raspberry, like a strawberry one is going to be probably pretty sweet. 
without it in front of us. We don't know. Um, Speaking of the rice shortage, we were just talking about this off air, but we were talking about how Costco does have these huge, massive bags. (laughs) You guys have ever seen those bags at Costco? My God. I I was telling Stephanie that I bought one during the pandemic and it took us like eight months to go through it. (laughs) (laughs) I was giving out rice as party favors. You were. I remember getting a bag of rice from you. I do. Like, here you go. Here's a pound of rice. You're like, do you remember that too? Okay, wait. So 651-641-1071 if you want to call in. But I do remember that it was like, but we all did that too because we bought so much bulk because we were so worried about things. Yeah. And then it was like, so I have, I think I have like a bag of green tea from you as well. (laughs) Like so much green tea that I was like, okay. I'll just take this. It was, and- you know, I, yes, I remember giving you a, a box of that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it came in like a case. Yes. Also, when you have restaurant friends who have the inn to be able to order these things, you take advantage of that, right? Because yes, I was like, absolutely. oh, are you getting so go ahead and order me up some flour or whatever. Right. And they have like, you know, like a megaton. And they're like, would you like 1,700 <laughs> scoops? And you're like, yes, I do. I need that just in case. for your 1,700 scoop flour. Yes, I have that for you. I know. That's the Restaurant Depot hookup, basically. <laughs> All the things. I still got you. I know. Is there anything like, yeah, like I'm, the shortages that, you know, I mean, you know, we tend to worry about like chicken wing shortage around the Super Bowl. And right. I think a lot of that is manufactured. You know, a lot of that is like sort of, you know, the hype beast working to sort of make us make you buy, make you buy things and to make we you worry. Are very susceptible to that. Yeah. Are you really? I mean, no, I meant like, as oh, Americans. I thought you meant you and your no, no, family. No, no, no. I'm like, Ameri- really? sorry, Americans in general. We yeah. are very susceptible to, we're, we're used to having everything in our fingertips and yeah. having this sort of largesse, right? Yeah. And, when we think that even if you don't eat rice very often, when you think, oh, I might not be able to get it, I need to go get it. That's true. That mentality is very, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. But I do think there is, I mean, I, what I'm saying is also, I don't think this is like hype. I think this is an actual, this I think is, the shortage yes, that is a low real supply, low higher supply prices of all the things. Yeah. Imports are hard right now out of that area because of the war in Ukraine. Right. As it's well. Crazy. So. Uh, we have Allison on the line. Allison, what's going on today? Hi, good morning. Good morning. I am looking for a recommendation. So I am getting married in May next year. Congratulations. Congratulations. You and we want to keep it relatively. Oh. Actually, Allison, why don't you hold on and we'll take you at the top of the other hour. Okay, sounds good. Okay, hold on. We'll be right back.